Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Ooh. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two of Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. For those of you that may just now be tuning in, waiting to hear Trey Biddy, he was on at 4.30 today. In fact, he should be on the practice field. The uh, media viewing time is 5.10 to however, last, however long that will last. So, apologize for those that may be tuning in. Only right now for this segment with Trey Biddy, he is not on. He has already been on. Hopefully, he'll be back tomorrow at his normal time. Uh, Before we go back to work, guys, I teased about the T.J. Hammond Award. Mm -hmm. We know who you're giving that to. Uh, Would it be number 16? Uh, Probably. Yeah. That is who I'm giving the award to. And he, meaning Sam Pittman, was asked specifically today at his press conference if there's plans to get more opportunities for Isaiah Satanian. He said, yeah, you know, he's he's uh, he's dropped some balls in practice. And then he did say, but we also have some guys that are playing that have not caught 100% of the passes thrown their direction. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to try to move some things around with the wide receivers. And let's see, you know, what happens then if he can't get more snaps. That 88-yard punt return was electric. Mm-hmm. And the thing that was... I mean, it, it it reminded me of that LSU punt returner who was the world-class sprinter, little guy. Uh, he took the one back uh, in Little Rock for like 100 yards uh, right after Arkansas had scored. Not Peterson. No, it seemed like his last name started with a D, but I, I, I can't connect right now. But anyway, when Isaiah turned on the afterburners, mm-hmm. There was no doubt. No one was going to touch him. No, but there was a guy that had an angle on him, and he yeah. left him. He yeah. blew it, went, gone. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm hoping we do see more out of Isaiah Satania. Do something. I mean, if it's, I, I hate those end arounds and that kind of stuff. They call them jet sweeps. I, however you can get the ball in the young man's hands, he is truly electric with the football in his hands. All right, let's let's make this perfectly clear. It is only a game that's played for our enjoyment. The Colorado State University Police Department and local authorities have looked into threats, including death threats, against Colorado State defensive back Henry Blackburn and his family. Blackburn, a senior from Boulder, delivered an illegal hit. I'm sorry, I got a cough drop in. That's the only way I can talk right now. Illegal hit. On Colorado receiver corner Travis Hunter in the first half of Saturday's game. Locked him out for three weeks? Yeah. And anyway, so they had death threats. Come on, folks. It's just a game. All right? Don't don't go that far. That's just crazy. All right. I'll do this, and we'll head right to the phone lines. This uh, from our Azure Record Service Company Live Feedback. Lynn in Sherwood says, Wally Hall said this morning on the buzz that he suspects before long we're going to learn that KJ's Shoulder is still an issue, which might account for a little bit of some of the off-target throws. It may also account for the reason why he hadn't been turning it up and uh, lowering that shoulder. So, or, or sneaking from two feet away. Correct. Yeah. 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 So I'll, I'll just say up front, I, that's definitely the call. If there's if there's a reason, because KJ is. Banged up, you know, because if he said he's banged up and it's his shoulder and they don't want him putting his shoulders down and going forward, then I'm wrong on that. And I'll just say it up front. 
if KJ is healthy, it should have been a sneak. But if, if there's an issue there with an injury or being hurt, then I, I get that. And it could have also explained, I think I was talking to you, um, I know I've talked with others, that he was not present at the post-game press conference. KJ wasn't. Normally your quarterback, he's going to be at every one of those. And uh, if he was in the training room, whatever it may have been, with that shoulder, then it's totally understandable. But I wish, on the other hand, and I realize uh, Kyle Parkinson and those guys get caught in a very delicate spot on what they can talk about a player's health and any kind of injuries. And certainly, not that you don't want to throw up a red flag, but if it is that being an issue, then you certainly don't want the next upcoming opponent to know that. So I realize that was probably a difficult position and it maybe just said he's not available, then, well, yeah, that can leave a lot to, to the imagination. But to say nothing really raised a lot of red flags with people. But you're right, Randy, and there may not have been anything that could be said. So uh, they, we're in a different era there. The, the days of Dean Weber are over. Where Dean Weber wouldn't, he'd say, here's what the injury is, and here's, here's how long he might be out. Those days are over. We'll, we'll never go back to those again. So we just might as well do that now. Here's the good news. If Jefferson has any kind of an issue, Jacoby Criswell is a Division One quarterback. You've got a guy that can play well, and you can put him in. I think Singleton is going to be a good quarterback. I think Arkansas is in better shape there. I can't remember if it was Tyler Wilson or or Trey Biddy at the end of that sometime in that last half hour said, uh, you know, as long as K- I think Tyler, as long as KJ's quarterback, okay, next year, who knows. I think next year they're going to be fine. And I also, I don't know if people realize this about Criswell. The guy, he was in competition for the starting job with a guy that's a Heisman candidate at North Carolina. His last name is May, I believe. And May beat him out just a few days before last season started. Those two guys are still close friends. They text all the time. It gave Criswell the opportunity to come to Arkansas where he might play some. And so... It is not the end of the world if uh, KJ doesn't doesn't play in a football game like last year. It was uh, like those of us, admittedly, deceived by the speed of the backup quarterback. It was the end of the world uh, for the offense when he played. But with Criswell, you got a very good number two guy if that's necessary. Speaking of quarterbacks, Nick Saban has changed starters again. <laughs> yeah, he's going back to Milrow. Going back to the original. Yep. All right. Thank you for all those. There are multiple. Post to our uh, Southern Structural Solutions Bus text line, Trendon Holiday. Trendon yeah, Holiday right. yeah, he was, was the young hey, man. By the way, you probably didn't have, did you have a winner on the score? So, no. There were probably some people who picked BYU, but they didn't I think I think the only one is the individual who we're talking to right now, and that is Savage. Savage, okay. he Savage did, did pick, BYU. pick yeah, he did. BYU. I remember that. Savage! What's going on, fellas? You do not? What's up, buddy? Yeah. I'm doing good. Eating a steak. I got a big bowl of cold pasta salad. So I'm doing good. It's wow. not the end of the world, guys. That's it's, better uh, than eating a bowl of crow, you know it? Hey, you're exactly right. There's a lot of it to go around. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, as far as the, the football team, I called on the fifth quarter show and talked to you, Randy. And did, was it true that you missed last six, six minutes of the game? Did you yes. ever leave the stadium early? Yes. Yeah, well, I got I've got a I've got a post game show to do, and I, I sent this to David, but he, obviously he it didn't matter. Um, I've got to walk down the hill. I'm in lot fifty six, so I've got to walk however far that is. Then I got to get in my car, and now I've got to turn into traffic. There was a lot of traffic, even though there were still a lot of folks that was there in the stadium. So what did they do to me for the second week in a row? They make me turn left onto Martin Luther Boulevard. I got to go almost to the airport, Drake Field, before I can turn around and go the opposite direction. If I could have turned right instead of turn left, I don't know if it'd been any better, but I wouldn't have done all that driving. But anyway, I'm a happy camper because I got there just about the time the game ended. Absolutely. And as far as Sam Pittman goes, if he doesn't get it figured out, it'll figure it out for him. 
he won't be here. So that's you know. But I hope the the refs at the end of the season. I hope the refs and the NCAA come together on the targeting rule. It's absurd when they go to the monitors. They don't get it right ninety percent of the time, and they're throwing these kids out. Uh, the guy for uh, Arkansas that that wasn't targeting. Uh, was it Greer? They threw a flag uh, when he oh, bumped called, into that quarterback. They, they called the. They called. Well, uh, that was Jeffco. Rough, yeah, and they call him for roughing the quarterback, roughing not for, the passer not for targeting. Yeah, yeah it's it, it's ridiculous. And then talk about a uh, Heston Kerstad with the Orioles. I'm not an Orioles fan, but I will be now. And I hope good. to see him in the in the oh, World good. Series against the Braves. Talk about Heston Kerstad, and I'll get off. I appreciate it. Well, his first hit in the major leagues was a home run. How about this for irony? I can't remember if it was Saturday or Sunday. He pinch hit for James McCann. So you, got razor, back. you got one Razorback back mm-hmm. for another. Isn't that interesting? And so um, so that was good. And I tell you, I know we'll only talk a minute about baseball because people want to talk about football. Baseball is 162 games. You can't ever put too much emphasis on one of them. But after Tampa Bay won the first two games of that series, and then Baltimore won 8 to nothing. The Orioles were behind four to three in the bottom of the ninth. That if Tampa Bay wins, it's it's tied going to the last three two weeks. Orioles got one in the ninth. Both teams scored in the tenth. Orioles won in the eleventh, and they get a two-game lead over Tampa Bay with two weeks to go. That was a really good win for them. And Kerstad did he pinch hit? He, he didn't have a hit in that game. He'll do fine though. Let's talk with uh, Steve. Steve, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hello, gentlemen. Hey, Steve. Hey, Randy, uh, I forgot to uh, give you a birthday uh, wishes uh, last week, so I'm giving them to you today, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. That's okay. But, uh, you know, I thought on that 55-yard touchdown run that A.J. Green had, I thought the offensive line was starting to figure it out then. And then, for some reason, they kind of reverted back to, who do I block? And then, listening to Sam Pittman last night, he'd already said it on uh, the 5 o'clock news yesterday afternoon. He reiterated again last night. He said they might have to start using uh, the tight end to be an extra blocker. They played backs quite a bit last this past game, who I consider to be an extra blocker. They brought in Francis Sherman multiple times. Yeah, he played. Uh, along with, with Has. Gums played a little bit. Yeah, Gums got in there. So, I mean, they're, they already, they're already using multiple tight ends. It's just the tackles are having a hard time on the edge with either the bull rush or just simply brushing them aside, and I know Sam Pittman again reiterated or said again today that several of the players are playing in cast, and and they are not able to put their hands on the other player. And that makes it hard. You might think about, was that not holding? Well, no, not really, not unless you start taking them down or their jersey starts stretching. But if you can stay in front of them with your hands on them and in a clenched fist type of approach, then you might do a better job of holding holding those players out. But they're getting beat on the edge badly. And uh, the, the fourth down play, I saw BYU's middle linebacker. He faked a blitz, and then he bull rushed right up the middle, and that gave a... Uh, did, uh, Deben- was that when Debenia was trying to make the uh, first down? Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, Debenia never had a chance. Somebody mm-hmm. didn't block that middle linebacker. But those two catches by the those the BYU receivers, they had to have stick them on their hands because I mean those were. I mean, I'll give them credit. Those were yeah, phenomenal they catches. catches. They made difficult, catches. very difficult yeah. catches. Mm-hmm. Yes, especially that one, uh, the second one in the end zone. Mm-hmm. That was a one-handed grab. That was number one on ESPN. That looks sure like uh, Odell Beckham Jr. And uh, Rick, I'm sorry, but uh, 
what I I seen a little bit of the LSU Mississippi State game, and I quit watching it at halftime because it was twenty seven to nothing. <laughs> yeah. They had the one receiver for, and he had ten catches for a hundred ninety one yards and two touchdowns at halftime. He finished with thirteen catches, two hundred thirty nine yards, and three touchdowns. That is one spectacular. So it's not going to be fun. And not only that, we're playing LSU at nighttime, and that's not a good formula to uh, have. Yeah, if you go, if you go to the game, don't wear red and go to the Santa cans. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be right here in the living room, and uh, hopefully, the stars are gonna magically align, and something magical is gonna happen. But I just don't feel it, guys. Uh, ask Tyler now, Wilson. I'll talk to you later. I asked Thank Tyler, you, Steve. Asked Tyler during the break. I said, I know you, when Arkansas and LSU were three and five in the country and you're playing, it was a day game. I said, you play a night game in Tiger Stadium? He said, I did. He said, but I can tell you this, there wasn't a, there wasn't a whole lot of difference. I said, well, they've had, they've had more to drink. That's true. Uh, yeah, get them, get them wound up, get them ready. All right, let's uh, talk to... Yeah, we're in good shape. Big Papa, Big Papa. Good afternoon. Hey guys, I'm I, I, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the show. Thank you, buddy. Uh, but I want to ask. Uh, I don't know what Trey Vitti sees in those wide receivers Arkansas got. They division two wide receivers, and they do not have no breakaway three. And and KJ, he looked like he was lost out there. I mean, just. Totally look like he was lost. He don't look like a a quarterback that has been there so many. But but he he has no help. So what? You don't have no help at that wide receiver. And I want to know who called that play <laughs> that we had fourth and a half of a yard, and he didn't get up under the stuff. Uh, I, that 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 was the ball game right there. That was the ball game right there. Basically. They would have made that first down. I think Arkansas would have been fine. But Randy's in, I, agree- I, I, Randy's in agreement with you. She said earlier in the program that was a turning point in the game. Ended up. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. Yeah, no, that was yeah, the excuse ball me. Game. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good because they had to control. But Nick, I'm, I'm going to say yeah. this, and then I want to. I want. Uh, I'll get out and listen. Uh, I know I'm, everybody's jumping on Colorado. Colorado has. But did you see that blow? That guy mm-hmm. hit Hunter with. That was a blow. That was a dirty play. It wasn't yeah. no football blow. No. It was a, like I'm gonna take your life, no. and I hang up and listen. And I, I, they didn't, they didn't kick the guy out of the game, did they? No. And uh, I guess their conference, the Colorado State's in, could step in. I don't know if they're going to, but that guy will play this week, and Hunter won't for probably three weeks. Yeah. So that, that that's a that was a bad deal. You know, it's it's interesting. I was reading uh, a story on the Sports Illustrated website about coaches losing coaches, um, allowing things to happen that shouldn't. Evidently, do you, do you know what happened at the end of the Tennessee-Florida game? Oh, yeah. That Florida scrum that broke out. Nine, it was all of the quarterback running around yeah. and waiting at the last second to uh, take a knee. He wanted the clock to continue to run. Right. Well, the clock's going to run anyway. Yeah. And uh, but it, evidently the, the game was almost over. Florida had the game had the ball. Mm-hmm. Tennessee called timeout, and it, w- when the game was over, all t- in fact there was just one more snap left in the game, and that's when that happened. And a guy from Tennessee put a vicious hit on a Florida player. It was the quarterback they hit on the quarterback. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right, that should never have happened uh, because that play never should have been necessary. And so you see that. You see the Colorado State hit. He named a couple other plays over the weekend. And, uh, look, it's a tough enough game. You don't need to be doing that kind of stuff. No. I mean, again, the game is over. Yeah. The quarterback, Mertz, I believe it is, is trying to run around to burn the rest of the time off. And then the when he takes the knee, he gets belted by the Tennessee player. Yeah. Well, I guess you saw now there's been two Tennessee players that's been, or is it two Florida players? Two Florida players and a Tennessee player have been uh, suspended 
for their next game because of that end. Yes. Well, see, they had a little ruckus before the Colorado-Colorado State game. Oh, yeah. And then you take take Hunter, this guy, speared him in the stomach, and guess what? And didn't get thrown out of the game. Are you kidding me? The the conference should come back in and say, hey, you're, you're suspended. But... All right, let's see. Let's squeeze by, in. By the way, Colorado has Oregon this week and Southern Cal the next week. Yeah. They, they could Their work win. shut out for them. If they win either of those games, then he's the national coach of the year. Their work is cut out for them. Good afternoon, DK. Good evening, gentlemen. Oh, uh, the lick now, it was very unnecessary. But uh, when I came up watching Jack Lambert and Ham and Bill Berger and Jack Taylor <laughs> Look, <laughs> that was just a, a, you know what I'm saying, something I seen on the regular, so, but it was very unnecessary. It was cheap. Uh, yes. But what I what I want you guys to help me understand is, at, after the game, during the post-game uh, conference, pre, uh, you know, they talking after the game, the coach, he said that they whipped. Now, I can, I can kind of relate if they whipped us. We fought. And they just got the better of us, you know what I'm saying, even though they, you know what I'm saying, did have some help with all the penalties. But I'm just saying, he's saying they whipped us. But then one of the players came up there, and he said, he was talking, and then he said, if I'm being honest, they they just wanted it more than we did. Now, I can't understand that. How, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get off the phone here. I want y'all to help me understand how did they want it more than, than y'all did. You know what I'm saying? If, well, if we just chunking rocks yeah. across the street, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. want to beat you. You got to have that fire in your belly. So make me understand that. Have a good so one, fella. If a player thinks that, he should never say it. Because that's an indictment on your, on yourself. I mean, you just say, hey, they outplayed us. They outhit us. Never say they wanted it. Never. Absolutely not. Drive Time Sports will continue. Brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill? Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Elia's in Moralton, home of the chocolate nachos. Register and make your picks now for the Bud Light SEC Pick'em Challenge. Go online at 1037thebuzz.com and pick the team you think will win each week for your chance to win. Fort Thompson's in Sherwood. Savage Access 2 Camel Rifle with Bushnell Banner Scope, $399.90. Regularly $469.90. Ruger American Predator, 6.5 Creedmoor on sale for $429.90. Regularly $479.90. Visit ftthompson.com. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, one of Arkansas's leaders in hay equipment. They handle a full line of Kubota tractors and hay tools, as well as Vermeer hay products. 501-268-1987. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. Fellas, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, but you need to do your homework and go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. It's concierge medicine for all of us men. They specialize in men's wellness and customized testosterone treatments. It's quick. It's easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and get your results in about 25 minutes. Ball's in your court. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, maybe you've noticed weight gain and loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels. Low T Center will get you back to living your best life. They have affordable and convenient treatment options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. Low T Center, quick, easy, simple, convenient, and most importantly, life-changing. Now's the time. Right now at Low T Center, it's only $25.00 to get your T-levels tested with results back in 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online today. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Fresh off their summer lineup of convertible sports cars, for September, Saracen is giving away the king of luxury pickups, Toyota's new Tundra Capstone from Trotter Toyota. The Tundra Capstone is the ultimate in luxurious trucks, and it can be yours just for playing your favorite games at Saracen Casino Resort. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. 
Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important, and they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. This week's special is Shepherd's Pie for only $7.49 per pound with Edwards Signature Peach Cobbler for $5.49 per pound. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. You're the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker. I'm Randy Rainwater. You know, Double B's has always been my one-stop shop for practically almost everything. And I also love to stop at Double B's, if nothing else, to check out the Chester's Chicken and the Big Rock Pizza. I must admit, the older I get, the more I like to eat, apparently. Uh, and if you're ever around Clinton or Cabot, stop in for the Baskin-Robbins ice cream. Talking about food again. Be sure and sign up and pay with your Exxon credit card. You'll get $0.10 cents off a gallon at the pump. And uh, by the way, all Double B's locations have ATMs for your convenience. Be sure and check that out. And ask your Double B's cashier about signing up for a rewards card where you can save money on purchases at all the stores. And be sure to take advantage of the September specials. Hard to believe this month, wow, is flying by. And uh, there you'll find the uh, Mr. Pure 16 ounce for just two sixty nine. the 2 liter Sunkist for two forty nine, and the 32 ounce Snapple for just $2. You'll find all these great deals plus more, 34 different locations around our great state. It's Double B's. Where you gas it, grab it, and go. Make it double B's. All right, uh, let's talk to Jake. Jake, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Thanks, Randy. Hey, um, love what y'all do with the show. Also, thankful for what y'all do on Friday nights with high school football. Y'all do a great job. Thank you. Uh, so keep on doing what y'all are doing. Thank you. Um, was just going to mention two, two things that are kind of concerning a little bit. One is KJ. Um, I really thought Enos would kind of be what would finally kind of get him over the hump, but man, he just, he looks like he's, he's overthinking and just not playing kind of to KJ to kind of what we're used to and kind of putting his head down. I think a lot of people are really harping on the, um, the fourth down call and, you know, you can go over that as much as you want, but I think the part that really kind of made me realize maybe we weren't going to win is I think he was running towards the south end zone, and one of our receivers was – he had finally broke through on a quarterback keeper, and one of our receivers were doing a great job and had a defender turned around, and K.J. just took straight off to the sideline and, and instead of cutting it back up. Now, I don't know if he would have scored. I can't remember if the safety was closing in enough, but uh, K.J. the last two years would not have taken off to the sideline in such a close ball game. I believe it was 31 31- 31 or possibly we were down seven but um we did not score uh, maybe it was at the end i'm not sure but that was just really disheartening i feel like kj is just overthinking right now and not playing which is tough but hopefully he'll get that turned around and the second thing is um just program wise it's just sometimes it's hard watching our fans 
degrade Missouri or other schools like that. Missouri had a great win this weekend yeah, they did. Sure against, did. against Kansas State at home. And, you know, and people act crazy on Twitter, and but people love to call out Missouri. Missouri has a better trajectory right now than us as a program, I feel like, just from an energy standpoint, from um, kind of where they're looking for the season. I hope we can turn that around. And kind of like Tyler was saying earlier, BYU is no scrub of a program. They are they have a lot of tradition. They are a good team. They're kind of, like you said, out of sight, out of mind. And but I mean, anybody knew Kalani Sataki's team would be ready, and they would come in there, and they weren't going to back down even when it was fourteen to nothing. So I don't know where I'm going with all this, but we we just kind of uh, growing up in as a millennial, you know, in the Houston Nut era. I w- I remember the first year in '04, we went five and seven i thought it was the end of the world and now sadly it's just kind of become uh i hate to say expected but man <laughs> I, I i hope i hope that our expectations at the university of arkansas don't become mediocrity because it shouldn't be with all the support and um things like that that we have but anyways uh i'm hopeful about be about lsu um I worry a little bit about what Bobby has in store for us in Dallas. But anyways, y'all have a good afternoon, gentlemen. Thank y'all. <laughs> Thank I don't you, think Jake. Arkansas's expectations will ever be mediocrity. I will say this. I hate going to Columbia, Missouri, not because I think Missouri has a bad football program, but it's a dark, dreary place to go at the mm-hmm. end of November. It has nothing to do with their program. Missouri has beaten Arkansas more than Arkansas has beaten Missouri. Uh, Arkansas fans... Uh, I think are really great fans have no reason to look down on anybody uh, because they're you know Arkansas has had its share of success but it hasn't been big big success very often Petrino had he won 21 games in two years Houston Nutt had two or three teams that were really really good uh, but over the past course of the last 30 years since Arkansas has been in the SEC they've been middle of the pack or lower more than they've been in the upper division so you got to hope for that, and you got to build for that, but there's no reason to. And I and I have to. I'll just say this flat out, and and everybody can call and tell me I'm a dope if they want to. <laughs> I hate that song. It's hard to be humble if you're an Arkansas. No, I hate it myself. I hate it. I wish they'd never play it again, uh, because humility is number one. It's probably one of the most admirable traits that any human can have, and number two, most of us should have it when we think about who God is and who we are. But, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to be humble. Uh, Arkansas hadn't won a football championship in the SEC. They played for it a few times. It's hard to be humble, if, and you've never won a conference championship. Now, that's the goal is to win, and I think the aspiration should be always to win. But um, I'm glad Arkansas fans have confidence in their program, and I do too. And I love the football coach, and I hope he's here for a long time. But it's a tough league to play in. And um, and that's just the way it is. And you know what? The other teams all have good players, too. And I think all of us probably underestimated BYU a little bit. Let's talk with uh, JW. JW, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Guys, I know everybody is focused on this, KJ and Fourth and Warren. And we have a deeper, deeper issue here than, than that. We have a coaching issue and you can defend Pittman all you want. And I, I am thankful for Pittman from where Chad Morris had us and where, Ch- and, and where Pittman has brought us out. But if you would listen closely to the things he says, as in, well, I talk with a bunch of people and to see if we go for it on fourth down, then I make my decision. And it's kind of like he, he doesn't know how to coach. And, and he's a likable guy. And I think that's the problem. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point out something. Bobby Petrino. Uh, uh, Nick Saban, Kelly. There's a lot of great coaches that people don't really like. It's because they're not your friend. They're your coach. And we, if you look at Pittman when he comes out on game day, it looks like he just got out of bed. There's no excitement. There's no. There's nothing. And, it, and to me, it's kind of like the Brett Bielema effect. He's 2.0 Brett Bielema, maybe. I mean, I, I don't, I don't see any difference. And here it is, year four or five, and this is—he's his offensive line guru. This is his time. This is supposed to be your product 
offer no excuses, and this is what you've given us. The excuses has to stop. If Arkansas wants to be an elite, because I'm going to tell you, Texas and Oklahoma, they're already ahead of us. We just took two steps back, and, and not even counting the other teams that are in the SEC. Now, we can look at this as a little, small issue. This is a big, gigantic issue. This is a coaching issue. Going forward on fourth down when you're up 10, kick the ball away. Do you have to be told that? You're making millions of dollars for us to come up here to spend our four hours to sit there, to, to spend our money to drive four hours up there, because I live on the other end of the state, and you say, oh, you're not a fan if you don't go and support them. Well, what about giving us something back? Let's 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 hold some accountability where it's at. You know, I and, and, and when Trey asks questions and you get an answer from Pittman like, uh, I, I don't want to talk about that. I already answered that. But don't get into your feelings because our us fans are in our in our feelings. We're the one that has to sit there and go through that. You had your whole time here at Arkansas to get your ducks in a row. When does excuses stop? You know, I don't. I, I see Pittman as a, a as a Chavis. He is a Chavis. He was a great coordinator at one time, and he's past his prime. And 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 until we get there, these kids are get, they're not getting any older. They're they're young. This guy's getting older, and and he's he's got the friend aspect. If he was a maybe a little harder like Saban or or Petrino, then yes, maybe his age wouldn't be a matter. But when you're being nice all the time, get into somebody's tail end. That's, that's what I got to say. I'm tired of the excuses. I'm tired of the, the, the mediocrity of, 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 of that. <laughs> if we are a program in the SEC, let's get a coach. And my question is for you guys, because I'm about to hang up. Kelly. Okay? LSU. Auburn. That coach. Why are in, in, in Tennessee's coach? Venable, uh Well, he already had a good program to come into. Start. Texas is horrible. These coaches come in and make a change within two or three years, or if not the next year. Where does excuses stop? Okay, here's, uh, and he makes some points that are very valid. Number one, we do not know what Sam Pittman is like when he talks to his team in the dressing room in the private moments. Uh, Hogs Plus takes you in there right after the game, and maybe that's good, maybe it's not so good. I don't know. But uh, is there a bunch of chewing on the players? I don't know that. Uh, is there accountability in the program? Probably we're going to find out over the next few weeks. It, there was accountability at the end of last year because a lot of guys were gone because basically they needed to be gone. And so, you know, and then he brings new players in, feels good about the chemistry and all of that. I think... When we um, react like that fan did, and he has every right to, and he drives five hours to the game, so he has every right to, to react that way. But it may be a little bit of an overreaction to one game because look at what Pittman has done. He inherited the program probably at the, at the lowest it has been since 1952, and he came in and he took a team that hadn't won in two years, and they won nine games his second year. I think that is uh, probably as uh, great a coaching um, performance as has ever been done at the University of Arkansas, ever, uh, when you consider what he inherited and where he took them. Now, to the fans' point, that means you should go from there. Last year they had some slip-ups. They still won a bowl game. This year we'll see what happens. The season is long from over. They haven't even played a conference game yet. And so we just have to wait and see what happens until the, until the season's over. But I, I would hope that in those coaches' meetings on Sunday, there was some accountability uh, called for. and But we, we don't know that, and we never will know that. There is the music. We will step aside. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Tune in to Morning Mayhem every Monday as Wally Hall tells it like it is. Presented by Capital Smokehouse and Grill, Little Rock's favorite go-to lunch spot. 
In a world of inflated car payments and sky-high interest, Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is taking their inventory to the nines. Call 501-945-4444. Get Sierra 1500 with the 5.3 V8 engine at just 0.9%. Plus, Guadney will double down with an additional $3,250 off when trading in a 2009 or newer vehicle. Guadney Buick GMC hasn't left out SUVs. Get 2023 GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. Or 2024 Buick Encore GX at just 2.9%. And if you haven't noticed, the holidays are coming. So why not get all the way to 2024 with no payments for the rest of the year? Watney, Buick, GMC, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. Watney, Buick, GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Watney for Buick, Watney for GMC, Watney for life. We're celebrating 20 years of Slim's. It all started with a tender and a sauce, made with the best ingredients and served in a friendly atmosphere. And today, we hold true to those roots. The Slim's meal is the original fan favorite, featuring 100% all-natural hand-breaded tenders, buttered Texas toast, a southern side, and your choice from 17 house dipping sauces, all served with a medium drink. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Arkansas Army National Guard. Aired by the Arkansas Broadcasters Association and this station. More than 70,000 people win every day playing scratch-off tickets from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. Winners like Amanda from North Little Rock. I turned a $5 scratch-off into $100,000. Winning the lottery has helped me pursue my dream of owning a home. People are winning all over Arkansas every single day. So get your ticket. It's time to play, scratch, and win. Call or text 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. The financial professionals at First Security are big fans of Arkansas, and that's because they're Arkansas-owned and Arkansas-focused. They take care of communities just like they take care of customers. Whatever better means to you, you're going to find more of it at First Security as Arkansas's community bank. First Security is all about taking care of customers and making life better right here in Arkansas. So more people can buy a home, run a business, and a whole lot more. Check them out at fsbank.com. That's First Security Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. Rick Schaefer, along with Ray Tucker. I'm Randy Rainwater. I want to say kudos to you, adding Tyler Wilson to our our group here. Mm -hmm. What a... Super nice young man. Loved watching the guy play. One classy individual. I'll tell you that. Yeah, very good. Excellent. Let us talk with Brent. Brent, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good afternoon, Randy, uh, Rick, and Ray. What's up, buddy? How are you saying? Oh, what's up with me? Randy, before I get started, I want to see. I, I saw your commercial on TV last night. With uh, Big Joe and uh, was it Roger? 
Now, Tommy, uh, no, Tommy Smith. Tommy, Joe, Tommy. Co- Joe Klein, Tommy. U.S. Reed. Yes. Uh, uh, oh, it was U.S. Reed. It wasn't Marcus. Okay, U.S. Reed. I was going to call, call Marcus uh, Billy D. I mean, U.S. Reed looked like Billy D. Williams. Yes he, yes, he did. But, yeah. But... Uh, that that uh, that made me that made me laugh. It was a great commercial. And before it gets Randy, kudos to you. Great job on your Friday night scoreboards. I'm well, just thank telling you. you. Thank you. I appreciate. I enjoy that. listening to it every week. Thank you. But but fellow, guys, 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 I got one thing to tell you. We got pro- we got problems with a football team at the University of Arkansas, and it pays and it pains me to say that. Uh, I just I think y'all may disagree. I think we're regro- I think we're regressing. I don't think we're progressing. I think we're regressing. And I don't know what the problem is. I don't know if it's coaching. I have no clue. But uh, I hate to think about it. But if this year does not go any, but if we go four and eight. We're going to be having to look another coaching change right square between the eyes. Brent, your father was he not an offensive line coach? Indeed, he was in the best the the best of his area. Okay, <laughs> uh, that's fair. That's fair. Now, how much did the head coach have power? I mean, he has the ultimate power over that position coach. But how much of that responsibility actually is with the position coach and not so much? I mean, everybody say, well, Sam Pittman is this guru. Well, maybe he is a guru, but he is not coaching the offensive line. He is coaching the Arkansas Razorback football team. If you want to gripe at somebody about lack of development, lack of this, lack of that, then get after Cody Kennedy. I, I think, Randy, you're exactly you're exactly right. The the head coach uh, has he a good head coach like his assistant coach, but he's okay. responsible. The head coach is responsible for every position coach for for, for, for everything that goes on. Exactly, exactly. And I'm afraid that I've heard this a million times from Sam, from Coach Pittman. If it's it's your coach's responsibility to make their room better, and to my way of thinking, he has let lots of coaches go in his four three plus years here for not let, for not getting their room better. And and, and that's where time. that's where he he has said this lately several times, and I'm hoping he is actually listening to what he's saying that you can't be a friend to everybody. You have got to be the coach. And if that means you've got to clean house in certain areas, you've got to clean house in certain areas. The, I mean, people say, well, why did, he go into the, why did Pittman not go into the portal and get these offensive linemen? Who brings him the players that they need to evaluate out of the portal? Sam Pittman is not by the computer looking at the portal to see which offensive lineman he may want to bring on board. That's what you yeah, hire people for. You're exactly, Randy. I could not agree with you. You and I are on the same page here. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, we're on the same page. And I got news for you: good offensive linemen are not hitting the portal. Okay, that is true. I just, I just don't think that that uh, we've we've progressed the way we thought we we thought we would with our offensive line throughout the years. Case in point, Tykeus Crawford, he was one of the top prospects in the country. Absolutely. So we, had, we had really pulled off pulled off something when we got when we got him to transfer from Charlotte. And I was dumb. I I penciled him as a first day starter from the de- from the day he got here. And I believe he's played about a total of thirty plays in his career at the University of Arkansas. I just don't. I just don't know if we're getting the. Uh, and you know, I, another thing I got a problem. I got. They said we well, had to move Bo Lemmer to center, and they said that's his best position for pro football. I don't. I don't. I care don't care about pro football. For no. Pro football. 
I want him playing his best position for the Arkansas Razorbacks. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what what his best position is for pros. I wish him well after he leaves here, after he puts in four good years for us. But we're just playing awful on the offensive line, and that's all I have to say about it. And I hope we're able to get it straight. But I'm afraid I'm with Tyler. Uh, it's just going to be a major problem every week and we're going to be beating a dead horse till the end of the season. And I'll take your response to that off that. Well, we don't hear Brett uh, say things like that very often. He's usually pretty defensive of uh, coaches and everything else, so that's, uh, that is that uh, is pretty pretty strong language. Um, you know, the, the sad truth is, if Arkansas doesn't, I, I think if they win five or fewer games then Hunter Yurchek's got a tough decision to make. And, uh, you know, economics drive all your decisions. And so the question is, does your fan base lose confidence in the coach? Next year's home schedule is amazingly attractive. Uh, do people buy the tickets regardless of who the coach is? you got Texas at home, Tennessee at home, LSU, Ole Miss. Do they, do they come regardless? Or does do ticket sales taper off because you you, you don't because you have the same coach now again Arkansas hadn't played a conference game yet so Brett can say he he thinks it's going to be a bad conference season we don't know that let's 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 wait at least a couple of weeks to find out and we already talked about what a brutal stretch is coming up I thought Arkansas before the year I thought Arkansas would win at least two of these games if they don't then it's going to be a rough season. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see what happens at the end of it. But there's still there's still nine football games left. <laughs> That's a lot of football to be played. That's right. Uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback. Uh, I don't think this is actually coming from Clint Sterner, but nevertheless. No. RR, I love you, brother, but it is on the head coach for those positions. The fish stinks from the head. Muscleman knows. Who hits the portal the minute they enter? The O-line should never look like this with Sam Pittman. It's the beginning of the end, unfortunately. Love you guys. No, I've never point. heard that expression, the fish stinks from the head. Yeah, and they made that up. Yeah. Well, also, to Brent's point, the really good offensive linemen, not as many of those guys are going in the portal as the skill position players are. Defensive linemen seem to, but Arkansas, you look at, Man, they brought in receivers. They brought in defensive linemen. They brought in defensive backs. They brought in some linebackers. Uh, brought in receivers. Um, brought in a quarterback. But they only brought in one offensive lineman. And he, he was at Florida. And so, other than that, there, there must not have been any real blue chip linemen out there because you know Pittman would have gone after him. Now, maybe they didn't get him, but he'd have gone after him. And Braun did not start for Florida. Right. All right, hour number three, straight ahead coming up next. Pat Bradley. Patrick Bradley. Hour number three, straight ahead. For more than a century, our Kansans have come to Oaklawn to play, to bet, and to win. Now we're coming to you. Introducing Oaklawn Sports, the new mobile betting app from Oaklawn. Bet anywhere in Arkansas. Download the app on Apple and Google Play and take advantage of first bet insurance up to $250. 